0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Discover Mercer County Business. I'm your host, Rod Wilt. I'm the Executive Director of Penn Northwest Development Corporation, and we are Mercer County, Pennsylvania's Certified Economic Development Organization. Our motto is, make it in Mercer County, and our role is to create low-cost financing solutions for recruiting, retaining, and growing jobs and business opportunities in every corner of Mercer County. The sole purpose of this program is to showcase people and organizations that are making things happen here. We interview them to find out why they've chosen Mercer County, Pennsylvania as a great place to live, work, and play. We're producing this show in conjunction with Teal College students, faculty, and staff, and we're coming to you from the -the state-of-the-art TV and radio studios in the James Pettis Communication Center on Teal's campus in Greenville. If you would like to connect with our Improvement Movement Team to see how you can make it in Mercer County, please visit our website at pen northwestcom or call us at 724-662-3705. You can also find us on YouTube by searching Penn Northwest Development Corp. or connect with us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. We hope you enjoy this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. And today we welcome to our program Michael Walton. He is the CEO of Jamestown Coatings, located in Jamestown, Pennsylvania. Michael, thanks for joining us on Discover Mercer County Business.
1: Yeah, no, my pleasure. Nice to be here.
0: Michael, you've got a long family history with Jamestown Coatings, and uh, most people that uh, know you and know Mercer County know that the Walton name is synonymous with the with the business. But talk about how the business started. Now four generations
1: strong. Sure, so the company was founded uh, in 1885, so we've been around uh, a little while. Uh, It was founded by uh, a German immigrant who later brought his two sons into the business. They operated the company until the 1940s uh, when my family uh, became involved. My great-grandfather was doing some tax work for the second generation of the founders, and long story short, entered into a leveraged buyout uh, in 1947 to buy the business. Uh, after my uh, grandfather had finished his stint in the Navy, he came into the business in the late 40s and became president of the company, um, which he remained for 54 years. Wow. Uh, so he actually was, uh, was still active in the business when I, uh, when I started in the 1990s. And at 94 years old, he's still our chairman of the board, which uh, is pretty remarkable. He uh, uh, had, had quite the legacy, not just in our business, but in our industry. Um, he brought uh, two of his sons into the business, my father and an uncle, and I've bought out my father and I've got a cousin in the business also who has bought out his father. So we're, uh, we're at th- actually fourth, uh, fourth generation in the business and, uh, hopefully keeping the lights on until our kids are, uh, are ready to come <laughs> aboard.
0: Well, knowing you, I don't think that's going to be an issue, man, not, not even, not even close to keeping the lights on, but tell me how the business has evolved in the 25 years that you've been involved
1: Sure. So when I, when I started, about half of what we sold wound up, uh, half of the coatings we sold wound up uh, for, for use in automotive components. Uh, things like radiators, wheels, axles, seat frames, all the under-the-hood under type products that needed a rust preventative uh, finish. Uh, in, in the 1990s, as I'm sure you're aware, we started to see some, some real changes to that market. Uh, one, a lot of those products were being offshored. Uh, whether it was Mexico, uh, China, uh, other locations that had cheaper labor. The other thing that we saw from an industry perspective was a shift to powder coatings. And at the time, we didn't produce powder coatings. So we recognized at that point we needed to pivot the business uh, into some new markets and also some new chemistries. So in 2001, we bought a powder coatings producer uh, in Columbus, Ohio, that we later relocated to a, a factory that was dormant uh, in Erie County in Girard, and operated that business until March of 2020. Uh, But we also diversified uh, our market focus into things like heavy equipment finishes, uh, coatings for um, uh, metal office furniture, in our biggest growth market, which is coatings for consumer packaging.
0: And I know you brought some stuff, which I'm going to get to in a minute because it's fascinating because a kid growing up knowing that, you know, the, that the coatings plant was in Jamestown operating under the, I don't know, local anac- an acronym of uh, JAPCO, I guess. is sure. what, you know That's what we all knew it as as kids. But, you know, that, that coatings business, that painting business back then, what went into it that made it... Um, you know, kind of of state-of-the-art at the time, the the rust prevention piece, and is that still a hallmark of the coatings business that you operate today?
1: That's a good question. So uh, early on, and this goes back to the 1960s, we were on the forefront of uh, water-based coatings development. So we were one of the first companies in the country to be licensed by Ford uh, for some of their processes, and we were able to take some of that technology and broaden it. So when I joined the business, um, more than two-thirds of what we produced was water-based and that was really far ahead of the industry, even in the in the mid '90s. Uh, was coming up with with technology that had uh, performance on par with some less environmentally pro- uh, environmentally friendly products. So that, that's always been a focus of ours. Even though it's um, it seems a little cliche now, we were green before green was a, a term that anybody used. Um, you know, we, we always felt that we had a, a connection or an obligation to not only uh, protect our customers' parts with our our coatings, but also protect the environment by uh, introducing technologies that were friendlier for the environment. Now, as you've moved
0: the business into the more
1: consumer-based products, is automotive still a part of the
0: business today, or have you kind of moved off from that model and into some other other stuff?
1: Sure. Uh, In in the late 90s, automotive, as I mentioned, was about 50% of what we sold. Uh, This year, it'll be less than 5%. Uh, the, the only automotive coatings we really focus on now would be uh, water, water-based coatings for large truck engines. Um, we really don't see too many opportunities in automotive. Um, we do some brake uh, components as well for trucks and buses, but as far as passenger vehicles, we have very little uh, coatings on passenger vehicles at this point. So
0: in that last 25 years, where, what other market segments did you go after?
1: Sure, so the, the biggest growth market um, that we saw throughout the 2000s and, and continuing today would be uh, in consumer packaging. So it would be in food, beverage, pharmaceutical, cosmetics, and cookware.
0: So, I mean, without divulging too much about the business, I see you have, um, is that mouthwash or something? Or, uh, no, this, this,
1: this is actually a, uh, a, skin, uh, a skin conditioner and bronzer. Okay. So this is a plastic substrate, it's, uh, it's flexible. And we've got a, uh, a, a customer uh, not too far from here that does a lot of plastic uh, and glass decoration that uses our coatings to achieve uh, looks that will be appealing on, on a shelf to consumers.
0: So is that a label? Is that actually attached to the plastic? No, this is actually
1: attached to the plastic. Oh, this that's is, awesome. This is the coating that they, uh, that they use. So it has good chemical resistance, uh, good flexibility, and, and great adhesion.
0: You know, so when you say flexibility, you can squeeze it and it doesn't yeah. crack or uh, break open. Right?
1: Uh, yeah, all day long. Yeah, oh, that's you can amazing. You re- really uh, beat on this without uh, any adverse consequences.
0: Then I see you have the uh, world famous channel locks there from Meadville, Pennsylvania, <laughs> our our friends up in Crawford County. So what does uh, Jamestown Coatings make? Obviously the blue color, but what what makes the
1: what what's special about that? Sure. So we, we have two coatings that would be on this set of pliers. The first would be a clear coating. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. So that goes in the bare metal and acts as a rust uh, prohibitive coating. And the second would be, obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the iconic blue handles that, that uh, define the plastic or define the, uh, the, uh, the Channel Lock the brand. Yeah. So this is a vinyl plastisol coating. The pliers are hot dipped into this coating. And as they're extracted, the uh, the coating cools and provides this rubberized grip.
0: And it's, I have them in my shop, they withstand the weather and uh, they don't crack when it's cold and you know, they don't slide off when it's warm. So how do you, how do you achieve that? That's the, uh, that's the secret sauce, right?
1: Uh, absolutely, so uh, so yeah, we, we've got uh, actually as many chemists in our business uh, as we do people in, in direct, uh, direct labor manufacturing our products. And so just th- this product, like everything else we do, uh, we have some really talented people, people who are a lot smarter than I am, uh, designing and developing these products.
0: So even a bottle cap. <clears throat> now that's very interesting, a stamped bottle cap.
1: Th- this is, so this would be a steel bottle cap, um, a tin-plated steel. Uh, it would be uh, processed in a flat sheet, it'd be coated, and then later it would be fabricated. So that could mean it would be uh, stamped, crimped, and then threaded.
0: So that coating would withstand the actual stamping and the threading of that cap. So that's, that's correct. That's amazing.
1: It is, and, and we're seeing tremendous growth in this market. Um, you know, all sorts of uh, caps and closures as well as uh, entire form containers.
0: So located in Jamestown, PA, how many employees strong is uh, Jamestown Coatings?
1: Yeah, over the last couple of years, we've had an average employment of about 45 employees. Uh, R&D would be uh, between 10 and 12. Uh, direct labor, meaning actually making uh, our, our paints and coatings would be also about 10 or 11. And then the rest would be uh, either sales, clerical, shipping and receiving, safety.
0: And that's all happening in Jamestown now.
1: It is. It is. We have uh, we have one manufacturing plant that's active right now that's in Jamestown, and we're supplying coatings to uh, to six different continents, um, yeah. all all directly from uh, from our factory in Jamestown.
0: That's amazing. Wow, Mike, I want I want to get into a, a little different part of your life uh, and come back to the business in just a minute. But you're so active in the community. Where did that come from? Um, you know. How did you develop such a, just a love for Northwest Pennsylvania? You're, you've been on about every board there is to be on and you currently serve with me on the, on the board here at Teal College, but talk a little bit about your community involvement and the company's community involvement because you guys are everywhere.
1: Sure, now we, we had some, some really good role models, uh, myself and my cousin uh, who, who were active in the business. Uh, you know, our grandfather uh, was on more committees and boards than, than he can probably remember at this point. But uh, that was something that, that you know, my parents and grandparents always instilled in us, is the community is only as strong as the people who live there. And uh, you know, this is the place where I grew up. I've spent most of my life here. Uh, my wife and I were married in Pittsburgh, I chose to move back here in the late, uh, late 90s. And so this is home. And you know, we, we feel a commitment, uh, both from a business standpoint and a personal standpoint, to, uh, to be active in the community.
0: And what does that mean to you this day and I did mention you're on the board with me up here at Shill, sure. but you're also involved in some other some other uh, endeavors around the county.
1: Sure, the, the one I'm most passionate about now is the Hope Center for Arts and Technology. And that's a, a, an organization that could be looked at from a, a few different perspectives, but what interested me the most was the economic development component. So we're, we're working with uh, low-income individuals and often retraining people for jobs in the medical field. We have a medical uh, assistant uh, training program. Uh, it's a 10 it's a month program with, uh, with a one month externship. And the, the beauty of that program is it's a, a partnership with, with several local healthcare organizations and there's zero dollar cost to the student. Uh, that being said, we're very selective on who we accept and it's a very rigorous program. But this is an opportunity for people that couldn't afford traditional college, maybe a trade school, uh, or even community college, because of financial reasons, it's an opportunity for them to get a high quality education with a job in healthcare waiting for them on the other side.
0: And many times you're moving those students off of public assistance through your program, putting them into the workforce where they are taxpayers at the end.
1: You don't need a PhD in economics to understand the, the benefit of of taking people from the liability side of the ledger to the asset side of the ledger. Uh, that's
0: great. And you have a great team down there. We've actually had them on uh, on one of our Discover Mercer County business programs and you know, Tom and his group, uh, it's phenomenal. So uh, for those of you that maybe haven't seen that program, uh, look for it to come up uh, on our PNDC TV uh, station on YouTube and, and you'll be able to learn more about uh, the Hope Center for Arts and Technology located in, in Sharon. Uh, Michael, back, back to you. Uh, you talk about it being a family business. How many Waltons are involved in the, in the business
1: these days? Right, right now, we've got uh, three family members active. Uh, it's myself and two cousins. Uh, so uh, my cousin Joe uh, heads up our sales team. And pre-pandemic was spending most of his time traveling uh, throughout the US and a little bit internationally. Uh, I'm more operations focused, uh, more internally focused. And then we have Katie Walton, uh, who's Joe's younger sister uh, she's in charge of our uh, of our manufacturing. Um, she previously managed our powder coatings business uh, and was very successful there. And when we closed that business, we brought her uh, into our into our liquid business in Jamestown, where she's done very well, also.
0: Yeah, everybody loves Katie. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do for sure. You know, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the pandemic. Uh, what impact has it had on Jamestown Coatings?
1: You know, su- surprisingly. I don't want to say surprisingly little. I don't want to trivialize it, but if you look at manufacturing in general, we saw a slowdown for uh, a two-month period, really April and May, and then since then, our business has really returned to pre-pandemic levels. In some markets, uh, in particular, our packaging coatings uh, have grown significantly with more people staying home, um, you know, doing takeout food. We 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 have our coatings on some aluminum takeout containers. Uh, with people cooking at home. Um, the propane market is really going, uh, going crazy right now. Again, more people are using gas grills, more restaurants are having outdoor heating that's propane fired. Uh, so we've seen those markets really uh, grow. Um, some, uh, some other markets might be a little bit soft, uh, but that seems more cyclical than pandemic related. So thankfully, uh, we haven't been affected uh, like other sectors of the economy have.
0: Wow, that's, that's great. I mean, we've, we've been doing a lot of these interviews and we've been talking to people on, on both sides. You know, people have been absolutely devastated and uh, others like you that have kind of, you know, just been able to evolve with the changing market conditions out there. You know, you did mention early on just the evolution of, of the business, but uh, you're also known in the industry as having, um, you know, we, you, you own some technologies and you own some formulas. You know, how does that come about? Does it come through your R&D team and, and where, you're, where are you finding these people and bringing them to Jamestown from?
1: Sure, no, that, that, that's a good question. So uh, the, fir- or the second part of your question, where we're finding them, it, it really depends. We have a number of homegrown uh, chemists that have come from uh, schools like Teal, uh, but we have partnerships with several uh, colleges and universities within about a 50 mile radius Uh, We're, under normal um, times, Uh, we'll we'll bring in students for semester-long internships. And for us, it's a way to uh, screen a a prospective employee for a couple of months, and it gives the student a feel for what it's like to work in the industry, and then specifically our business. So, uh, we we really prefer to develop our own research and development talent, as opposed to recruiting. Uh, There are some challenges when we try to recruit those positions, uh, and one of the bigger ones is uh, selling people on Mercer County. Uh, e- even if we have interesting work and we're cost competitive in our, uh, in our industry, the question becomes, okay, what opportunities exist for my spouse and for my children? And you know, until you get people into Mercer County and have them experience uh, some of what we do have to offer, it can be a tough sell if somebody's coming from a larger metropolitan area.
0: Yeah, but what a great area to sell though at the end of the day and you and i have both moved away and come back but what a great place to raise kids as people watching this show most of them know some of them probably don't but recreation we talk about the live work play environment that we have in northwest pa
1: Yeah, we've got a a very low cost of living we have very safe communities we have great natural resources and you know obviously i'm making my home here for a reason and, and you are too uh, the area has a lot to offer, and I think once you can show people maybe some of the things that they can't see reading statistics, you can show them what the quality of life is like. Um, you know, we we, we, we uh, have the ability to bring good people to the area and then hopefully keep them here.
0: Yeah, and we have great K through 12 school districts and around the county, uh, and one of the beauty, beauties of our districts are they are relatively small, so you have a lot of one-on-one interaction with students and, and teachers, and then we've got... Teal, where we're broadcasting from in Grove City College. And both of those uh, institutions are adding you know, upper level graduate courses now. And you and I've been a part of that as trustees here at Teal. So, you know, there really is a, a, a new story to tell about Mercer County, which leads me to my next question. Uh, you know, Jamestown Coatings, and, and you and you know, your, your father and uncle, grandfather have been involved with Northwest on the economic development front you know that relationship how how has that relationship worked with you guys over the years
1: well sure so so my my view of economic development might be different than some people's Um, you know I I like the fact that Penn Northwest is committed to helping existing businesses grow as well as attracting new businesses to the area you know the more successful manufacturing companies we have in the region the better it is for us Uh, and that goes back to recruiting you know, when you see an, an area that's economically viable and that's thriving, it's a lot easier to sell prospective employees on coming in. Uh, but Penn Northwest over the years I think has done a nice job of helping existing manufacturers like us uh, either fund projects, like you touched on before, to help, help us either uh, grow uh, our employment uh, base or to retain the jobs that we already have. Uh, and we're looking at other projects right now with Penn Northwest that will help us uh, modernize some technologies to hopefully uh, keep us competitive for another generation or two.
0: That's certainly our goal. We talk in in our office all the time. If we can help 50 to 100 companies grow by five employees, that's equivalent to bringing in that 250 to 500 uh, person new employer. And we're obviously trying to do both. Sure. But as we're coming out of the pandemic, we really want to focus on planting our flag in all four corners of this county and helping our businesses that are located here really come out of this thing stronger than than they thought they might. Uh, Michael, we're going to take a very quick break. We're going to come back, and I want to talk to you a little bit about your management style, your leadership style, and how you uh, help your talent grow and, and push the business forward. So we'll be right back on this edition of Discover Mercer County Business.
2: Can you expand and grow? Then Mercer County, Pennsylvania is the right place for you. Whether your company is involved in manufacturing, technology, logistics, health, or business services, shale gas exploration, or retail, we can help. Mercer County, Pennsylvania offers low-cost land, valuable infrastructure, a quality labor force, and the right financial tools to make your corporate expansion an affordable reality. Mercer County is only a day's drive to major markets including Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, New York City, Chicago, and even Southern Canada. Companies like GE Transportation, Joy Cone Company choose to make it in Mercer County, and Penn Northwest wants to show you how your company can also make it in Mercer County too. Our team of experts will help you expand and save dollars. How does Penn Northwest do it? How does Penn Northwest save companies so much money? with a combination of low-interest loans, grants and credits, tax abatements, and even tax-free property. Here's the best part. Penn Northwest will do most of the work for you. Just click on the button below and get the process started. Or, you can first get an idea of how your organization can make it in Mercer County by using the savings estimator located at makeitinmercercounty.com you'll see that expanding your business in Mercer County, Pennsylvania is the move that makes the most dollars and cents. Call Penn Northwest Development Corporation at 724-662-3705 for more information.
0: And welcome back to this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. I'm joined today by the CEO of Jamestown Coatings, Mr. Michael Walton. Michael, thank you for being with us. As we said before the break, I want to delve into your management and leadership style. You're um, a relatively young CEO, but someone who's obviously seasoned not only in this business, but in the industry. But, you know, talk a little bit about your management and leadership style.
1: Sure, it's it's not overly complex. Um, You know, the one, I think, unique talent I I have is recognizing uh, other talented individuals. And once we bring them into our company Uh, We wanna give them the the tools they need to be successful and then get out of their way. Uh, The last thing I wanna do is walk on our production floor and tell one of our batch makers a better way to to process something. Uh, We take a lot of feedback from our employees and uh, most of the good ideas in our business are coming from people who are actually rolling up their sleeves and involved in the processes. Uh, Our our chemists uh, are very, very talented individuals who have an extraordinary amount of creativity and I think one difference b- between my management style and maybe previous generations, uh, I like to view them uh, more as artists uh, than, than, than chemists.
0: That's interesting.
1: Uh, because they're, they're creating, there's a creative process that needs to breathe. You know, just like art, art is never better by committee. And it's very similar in, in a chemistry standpoint that if, if good chemists are collaborating with one another, all management's gonna do is uh, screw up that process. <laughs>
0: Well, that's great. You recognize that,
1: yeah. yeah. That,
0: that's that's part of good. That's part of good management. I would imagine.
1: Uh, no, it, it it served us well. Uh, but we, but we also uh, it, we we want to try to pay uh, on the higher end of, of of the wage scale. So we look at uh, data that's uh, comprised locally as well as from an industry standpoint. So we want to make sure that from a financial standpoint, uh, our employees are uh, are, are earning. Uh, you know good wages and that they don't have an incentive, at least a financial incentive to look you know, elsewhere for employment. Uh, and that really has helped us uh, from a, a recruiting standpoint, but, but certainly from a, a retention standpoint as well.
0: That's where I was gonna go with my next question actually yeah. is uh, it seems to me that your leadership style would really lend itself to having your team together for a, a good period of time.
1: Yeah, we have, we have relatively low turnover, uh, both in our industry and locally. We have a number of second-generation employees and third-generation not in our family. Uh, We think that says a lot about our business. If you think enough uh, of your work experience to encourage a family member uh, to come to work as well, we actually uh, uh, have just started the uh, the mother of a young woman who who, uh, came on board last year uh, in in manufacturing. So it's exciting to see not just our family uh, but, but several other families that have truly made it a family business.
0: Michael, that, that, that's phenomenal. I'm going to switch subjects just very briefly. You know, in the last year or so, because of the pandemic, we've seen small towns like Jamestown on the shores of Pima Tuning Lake really see an uptick in not only business, but visitors and travel. You go to work there every day. What do you see going on in Jamestown?
1: Yeah, th- this year was really interesting. Uh, you know, Jamestown's population swells by about tenfold in the summer with people camping and vacationing around, uh, around Pomatooning Lake. Uh, you know, this year we saw uh, the, the same, uh, maybe uh, a slight increase uh, but it was a different feel. Um, it, you know, people were a little bit more standoffish, the restaurants weren't as crowded and I know it's been really tough on some of the service businesses you know, in, in and around Jamestown um, to weather this storm. Uh, there are a few that are still closed that will hopefully be reopening soon, but it's definitely been a challenge. And then we have other businesses. We have, we have a store um, that's uh, you know, not even a mile from our business that sells boats. Uh, they had a record year last year, and I'm talking to them actually this morning, they're having a hard time getting boats and motors because there's still such high demand.
0: that's that's great and again your family's been such a key component of that community up there and the the pride i'm being a greenville guy though but the the pride that the jamestown community has for itself and and their their people the family just the multiple generations just keep you know coming back to jamestown it's it's great to see that little community thriving up there Um, what's the future for jamestown coatings where where do you take the business in 2021 and beyond
1: Sure, um, you know, d- d- to be very candid, we're, we're always looking for acquisition opportunities. Uh, our, our next acquisition, we've made a few in our history um, that we've absorbed into, into our, our single location in Jamestown. But as we continue to expand, we will probably look for manufacturing opportunities in other regions of the country. You know, Freight rates are, are very expensive for the products that we make. They're heavy, in some cases they're, uh, they're hazardous to transport. So we're seeing some growth in other regions where it might make sense for us to have manufacturing elsewhere. Uh, R&D will probably always keep in Jamestown. But from a manufacturing standpoint, um, you know, the, the trend in our industry is growth through acquisition. And we'll continue to grow organically as much as we can. But at a certain point, uh, we'll look for strategic acquisitions as well.
0: Well, I'm just fascinated that in a small community like Jamestown with a uh, a company now four generations strong. You're touching uh, six continents now with your product uh, and right up the road in Meadville to places unknown around the world, right from Jamestown, PA. It's a, it's a fascinating story.
1: No, it is. And I think that goes to show that it doesn't really matter where you're located. If you have uh, talented people uh, with with a clear vision, there's really no limitations on on what you can do.
0: Well, Michael, I I can't thank you enough for the time you spent with us. Uh, Your family have been so good, to our family over the years. But even more than that, your family's been so good to this county and this region. And it's so great to see uh, you raising your family here and continuing on that long, long legacy. My my best to you guys. No,
1: thank you. I appreciate that. But there's no place we'd rather be. We, we, We love it here.
0: That's great, and so do we. Uh, And I wanna thank our our viewers for uh, making time to watch this edition of Discover Mercer County Business. I wanna thank our guest, Michael Walton, for making it in Mercer County. Uh, We are producing this show in the -the state-of-the-art TV and radio studios in the James Pettus Communications Center on Teal's College's campus here in Greenville. Uh, We wanna thank the students, faculty, and staff who've helped bring this show to life today. And if you have an idea for or a suggestion for a future edition of Discover Mercer County Business, please connect with our improvement movement team on our website at Penn Northwest.com or give us a call at 724 662 3705. And remember, you can also find out more about Penn Northwest Development Corporation by searching for us on YouTube or connecting with us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Discover Mercer County Business, and we'll see you next time.